we're going to talk over the next few minutes about young children and babies and going away and all the troubles that can potentially create. But you were pregnant during lockdown. So, I mean, how difficult was that for you? It was quite full on and definitely quite nerve wracking because they kept changing, you know, they were saying the rules and regulations were for pregnant women um, with COVID and whether you were at risk and then suddenly we were high risk. And, you know, it was definitely hard at times to stay calm. And Hugo couldn't come to all my appointments, but he was luckily able to be there for the birth when our daughter was born at the beginning of May. And to be honest, like looking back on it, I really think it was actually quite a good time to have a baby because, you know, really in those first months and definitely in the the first kind of six weeks, just really wanted to be at home in a bubble of isolation pretty much anyway. I wasn't one of those people that was keen to have loads of visitors straight away. I actually really wanted time to just focus on getting to know the new baby, focus on figuring out, you know, sleep. (laughs) Well, not much sleep was going on, but, you know, feeding and just all bonding together. So just, you know, being together with Hugo and the baby and not really having the kind of outside pressures to, you know, take the baby out to meet people or have people over was actually quite nice. So looking back, I mean, it was, it was definitely scary at times, but I actually feel really lucky to have had a baby during lockdown. So when you decided that you were going to go on a family holiday to Greece and take the the wee little ones with you, yes. in terms of planning, I'm guessing it's not like me that just throws everything in the case the night before. There's a fair bit of planning goes on for you. I mean, a fair bit of planning. And um, Aptimil, follow on Milk Tabs, have actually done their own research into this. And I was amazed to find out new parents actually pack an average of 50 items when traveling with a baby, some taking over 100 and actually they even spend an equivalent of um, a whole working day, which is seven hours preparing for a baby's first week away. I mean, I, I've definitely spent a long time preparing. I actually start preparing like weeks in advance because I'm a complete organisational freak and have like checklists and I pack like gradually over time so that I feel like I'm like chipping away at it. In terms of packing, now you've got small children, what sort of things do you have to pack that you weren't packing when you were just going away with your husband? I think it's actually like you could just remember like all the things that the kids might need, you know, anything from, you know, monitors to their favourite bun bun and a spare bun bun in case one goes missing, which actually happened to us recently. And luckily we did have a spare one. You know, it's just their favourite book, um, you know, things that make the kind of bedtime routine the same as it is at home, a favourite like bath toy to keep bath, you know, I find children can be quite unsettled by their new environment. So it is important to, I think, be organised and, um, you know, have things in your suitcase. Like even one of the hacks that I really love um, from the um, Hack the Holiday series that I'm I've done with Aptimil for our milk tabs is um, actually packing some kind of decorating tape, which sounds crazy, but hear me out. You pack it in your suitcase and wherever you go, whether you're staying in a hotel room or you're in a, you know, you've rented a holiday home, you can go around and baby proof any kind of sharp edges. And you could do things like tape drawers shut. You can put them over plug sockets. You don't have a toddler sticking their finger into um, foreign plug sockets. Um, And I don't know, for me, it definitely has helped me to feel calmer because traveling with little ones, I think safety definitely is a big concern. We all know that airports are a very different proposition these days. There are rules on liquids and what you can and can't take on an aircraft. As a mother of two toddlers, um, how have you had to adapt to that? Well, there's definitely not the kind of bag of liquids that I used to travel through with, which would have just usually have been like my 
all of my skincare that I like to do on the flight. That is now gone. <laughs> there's, no, there's no chance to sit there and do my five-step in-flight skincare routine. That's a thing of the past. It's now like all the liquids are like used up with like kids' stuff. That you know, it's making sure that you've remembered like cowpol in case they might need it, or you know, all all, all the little bits that you might need. And the Aptamil milk tabs are so helpful because one tab is the same as one scoop of formula, so you can just make the bottle up super easily. You don't need to bring the kind of bulky tub if you're choosing to do follow on milk and you need to feed your baby during your journey. And you can also travel with liquids. I didn't know this before I had children, but you can bring the um, sterile water or the milk through in the bottles. You just give it to them and you go for security and they scan it for you. And in terms of when you're at the airport with the family, are, are they quite accommodating? Is it easy to get through or did you find it was pressured? I've had different experiences. There's lots of airport chaos going on at the moment. So I know a lot of other people have been affected by this as well, where there's maybe not enough staff um, and they're having issues. The family queue, when you because with young children, you can't do the automated scanning of the passports because obviously they're too young. So you get put in a family queue and I find that it can take like an hour or two just to get through passport control. That's really hard when you've got little ones and they're really tired. That's been a little bit stressful. But overall, I would say airport staff have been really helpful and I you know other other families on the on the plane they all get it as well I think once you're a parent you understand the pain your child's having an absolute meltdown on a flight there's only so much you can do and you do just have to kind of ignore the you know disapproving um side eye that you get from people (laughs) and that probably used to be me which I'm so ashamed to say Greece is a lovely destination to go to is it toddler friendly it depends where you go in Greece. I have definitely done the non-friendly version, which was a mistake, even though we did have a good time. We went to Santorini with a baby and Santorini, I don't know if you've been, but it's lots of steps. It's like very steep on the top of a cliff. It's very like there wasn't actually a breeze. It was super hot, not child friendly at all. I think it really depends where you go in Greece, but I love Greek people and they seem to really love children as well. And you always kind of get smiles wherever you go and people wanting to, you know, play with your child and, and help you out <laughs> the restaurants, which is really sweet. So Millie, what would be your top five tips for family travel this summer? So I would say number five, do your research into where you're going, even before you book. Don't just choose your destination based on where you want to go. You've got to think about, is it family friendly? Number four, I would say very important, get organized ahead of your trip. Start your packing early. And I like to make lists and make sure you don't forget anything crucial. Number three, I would say go to the Hack the Holidays webpage to watch these series of videos that I've made um, with actual follow on milk tabs to show you some really useful hacks to help make your holiday easier. Number two, another one that I think really helps with packing is using packing cubes. And you can actually put like your children's outfits already sealed into little bags. So you can just grab them when you need them on holiday. That's really handy because I know we were going through about three outfit changes a day at least. Big number one, I've got to say, bring the grandparents along too. (laughs) Because then you get a little bit of a break and it actually feels like more of a holiday. And it's really, you know, I absolutely loved that when we went to Greece. We made memories with them too, which I'll always treasure. Now, before we finish, many of our listeners will know you from, of course, the TV series Made in Chelsea. I just want to ask you, what are your memories from that show? Honestly, I look back on it with such 
kind of fondness. It was quite a, a kind of crazy time. We didn't know what we were doing. I mean, it was over 10 years ago. It does seem like another lifetime, to be honest. But um, we had a lot of fun. You know, I was on it for maybe nearly two years. And I'm still friends with, you know, some of those people now. So it was an unforgettable experience. And I'll always be so grateful that I did it. I mean, I, I love that the show's still going. I love watching it. 